So, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Whoa Nessie. Whoa Nessie, yay! <laughs> See, that was, <laughs> that was, that like, was very artificial too. sounding. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit forced. That's all right. That's all right. Do you want to record it again, or are we just going to roll into it? <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to Whoa Nessie. Whoa Nessie. The podcast where we speak about creatures, cryptids, monsters, beasts, mythological... Not mythological figures, because that would be, like, people, but... Things. You know, the animal versions yeah, of the monsters. Things. This is a good start. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing great. Well, thanks for listening. And, uh... <laughs> See, I overthought it. I got myself all, like, psyched out. Yeah. Okay. So, um, we don't have a listener question this week. So, nope. we thought it would be uh, helpful to talk about... Are you all right? I put to sleep. Oh, gosh. That oh, it's That is literally bad. the worst feeling. It. Okay. Sorry. Come on. <laughs> okay. So, since we don't have a listener question this week, we thought that would be a good idea to talk about something in um, the news. Yes. I'm very distracted what by what's happening <laughs> right now. It's that pins and needles thing. I hate, I hate it, it so it's much. really and, bad. Oh, gosh. Yep. I'm sorry. I feel your pain. I uh, really do. And I let it get too far. You know how you let it get into where you, like, can't feel it at all? And then it's like, okay, well, it's going to feel awful as soon as I move it. So you, I'm just going to, like, leave it here for, like, a little while longer. And then just... Yep. Nope. Oh, it's bad. And you can't feel anything at first. And then all of a sudden it's, like, yeah. horrible. Yeah. I'm it's really sorry. Great. So. Okay. okay it's getting well, better. <laughs> what were we going to talk about? Uh, well, I just want to... I feel like we need to give, like, a disclaimer that you're getting over a cold. And I took yes. some uh, anti... Or some allergy decongestant medicine. It's making me feel like a zombie a little bit. So, so this is gonna be a good one. Okay. Actually, yes. speaking of mm-hmm. in the news, I read this article about there is something called chronic wasting disease that elk and deer and what's the other one? Moose are oh, getting, no. and it basically turns them into like a zombie type. What? Yeah. Like think. Um, I need to try to not say um so much. Think, let me just look it up real quick, because I think that this would be better to talk about. Yeah, we got zombie deer wandering around. So it's related to the mad cow disease, kind of. It's kind of like that. And remember back when mad cow disease was something that, oh, only cows get it, but then it turned out that people could actually get it in really rare cases if they ate infected meat. It messes up your brain, right? Yeah, it's a neurological disorder or disease, I suppose. And this one specifically, it sounds a lot like rabies in the sense that it makes the animal very disoriented and wobbly and drool a lot, and it's a neurological thing like rabies, and also causes them to be aggressive instead of fearful of humans, so they will start out acting out (laughs) against people. Gosh, moose are so big. Yeah. So we've got, like, giant moose that are disoriented and attacking people? I think it was moose. It was definitely... Well, elk are very big, too. Elk are also big. Yeah, so I think it was those kinds of animals, and so... What they're concerned about is it could potentially, theoretically, could turn into, like, a zombie oh, outbreak no. kind of thing <laughs> because people can eat it. Oh, 
no. If they're hunting and they, or they touch all the organs of these animals. And, and it would be things. hunters that get it and hunters have guns. So it'd be zombies with guns. Yeah, that would be terrifying. That would be absolutely terrifying. Gun zombies. So zombie deer disease is in 24 states and thousands of infected deer are eaten each year. Oh, no. Expert warns. So uh, unofficially has been dubbed zombie deer disease. Could one <laughs> yeah, day hit humans. I would guess that's probably not official. <laughs> No, not probably not. <laughs> um, but it has afflicted free-ranging deer, elk, and or moose. Yep. Aww. Okay. So, in 24 states and two Canadian provinces, as of January, the CDC said. Um, oh, the CDC said what I had just previously read. Right. <clears throat> right. So we're in unknown territory situation. So there's this guy, director for the Center of Infectious Disease Research in Minnesota. I'm trying to skim here because I don't want to bore anybody, but it's po- probable... I'm not bored. I'm terrified. <laughs> right? Doesn't that sound crazy? <laughs> yeah. Would we consider a zombie, like, a beast, mythological? I think that's something that yeah. we've talked about. They're not, like, sentient anymore. No, but I do love the idea of doing, like, a zombie-type episode. Oh, yeah. Um, It'll be a very long episode, probably, too. But it is probable that human cases of chronic wasting disease associated with consumption with contaminated meat will be documented in the years ahead. It's possible the number of human cases will be substantial and will not be isolated events. Oh, no! So, there's that terrifying bit of news for... Uh, Okay, so if global warming doesn't get us, this is how we go. (laughs) Yep. Zombie disease. (laughs) This is how the world ends, not with a bang, but with the bang of a hunting rifle and then somebody eating a venison burger. <laughs> and another good reason why I don't eat meat. So Yay! there we go. Except I don't think I would last very long in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It's That's not... the sort of thing where, like, you you want to think that, like, oh, yeah, I'd be, like, super good and cool, but also I, like, can't find my way around my own city without Google Maps and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> never thought about it like that but you're (laughs) you're absolutely right I don't think I would get around very well either although I guess it doesn't really matter it's not you have like places to be in an apocalypse you just sort of like go yeah I might be good at wandering being really realistic I just don't I think I'd be like well that's that was good run all right (laughs) I'm just gonna sit in my house and wait for the zombies to come yep (laughs) eat some chocolate (laughs) snack have some movie movie nights some snacks and then uh just let it let, let it be. That doesn't sound half bad. No. End of the world movie night. Watch movies like there's no tomorrow. All right. That was a good <laughs> in the news. <laughs> yeah. There's also a new Godzilla movie coming out, but uh, yeah. that's, that's something else. That's... I'm so proud of you for like randomly on the fly coming up with a completely valid in the news segment. Oh, thank you. That's very cool. Yeah. We want more questions though from listeners yeah, for real. Yeah, also send us questions. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah. We like, we like, uh, communicating with you guys like we like feeling like we're actually talking to real people who are listening to our (laughs) podcast so that's nice sometimes i can't think about that when we're actually recording though Mm. i have to just think about that i'm having a conversation with my friend jade yep that's true then that's how we get on all of our crazy tangents Uh uh-huh yeah i'm having a conversation with my friend jade but also for some strange reason that i'm not thinking about i'm trying not to say um and like very much and trying to protect my voice yes (laughs) and also trying not to give out Anything that's too personal about our yes. lives. Okay. That's what editing's for. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So, okay, Amy. <clears throat> so, Amy has the beast this week. Okay. So, I'm going to do... I liked your thing last week where you, like, put me in, in the zone. So, I'm going to do the same thing. You are on a fishing boat in Norway in, like, the 12th century. In the 12th century. In the 12th century. Are women allowed on boats? 
I, yes. <laughs> Actually, this is another tangent. I know nothing about Norwegian history. I have no, nothing about how women are treated in that time. So. I feel like that's Vikings though, right? And I read recently that Vi- oh, in yes. Viking culture, women were like, like it was very egalitarian actually. Right. And they just recent recently started like realizing this because for years and years and years, the like old white dude people that were doing their archaeology kept on digging up these female corpses in like warrior gear buried Full the way armor. that warriors were and being like, oh, strange, they buried their wives like warriors. That's really <laughs> and then what somebody the like, was five years ago or something was like, do you think maybe they were warriors? I think maybe they actually <laughs> maybe they fought. I don't were know. <laughs> valuable in a battle. Yeah. So yeah, Vikings apparently right. pretty. I'm down. Um, is it a big boat or is it a little boat? Need some details. Um, it sounds like, from what I was reading, it's probably a smallish boat because it's rowing is the method of propulsion. Also, it's the 12th century, so, like, how could they build v- very big things? I don't have any really good... That's, like, medieval times, right? I don't have a you great asking concept of... the absolute yeah. wrong person. It was about, a long time ago. Yeah, though. so that, it's 1100-something. It's yes, it's 1180, century. specifically. Okay. 1100, 180, I think. It's the 12th century. <laughs> so it's a thousand years ago. It's a thousand years ago. You're on a smallish boat in the middle of the Norwegian Sea with a bunch of other people who are probably dirty and smell bad, and you've been trying to fish all day, so it smells like fish, and all of a sudden you start catching more and more and more fish. Okay. This is awesome. Is this something that I potentially could guess, you think? Yeah, probably. I think that you you have a lot of faith in me, but okay. Okay. (laughs) I think you probably could. Okay. (laughs) I'm not getting any sense of, like, idea of what what you could possibly have. On a boat in the ocean, there are a lot of fish all of a sudden. Okay. Yes. And there's an old guy on your boat. Let's call him Old Peter. Okay. Old Peter knows the ways of the sea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And Peter goes, row that away. Row away from the fishes. And everybody's like, Peter, what are you talking about? He's like, book it out of, away from the fishes. And they're like, but we like fish. In old-timey Norwegian language, he's yeah, exactly. saying, book it, let's he's get like, out of here. book it the hell out. <laughs> and so you're all rowing as fast and, as fast as you can, and you row and row and row and row and row until you're a pretty good ways out, and then everybody kind of collapses, like, oh, oh my goodness, Peter, why? And then you look up and you see there's an island there an that island. wasn't there before. An island covered in this green, like, mossy stuff. And then all of a sudden, there's another island. Another little hump pops out of the water. And so slowly, some kind of like giant turtle thing. Slowly, you realize it's the kraken. The kraken. The kraken. Oh, I should have known. <laughs> I was thinking mm-hmm. something water-based. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Which I would think was mm-hmm. that's common sense. But, but yeah, luckily you rode away from the kraken, so you're not anywhere near its giant. I should have guessed maw. this for real. I'm like. Over two right now. It's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's okay. The Kraken is not what I would think of first either. So Kraken's mossy? Kraken's got... People describe it as being, like, weird and green. Okay. Yeah. See, I always so it's picture... Got some, like, algae on it, or maybe that's just the color of it. Like a giant squid-type creature, so I never thought about them having any kind of growths on them. We'll so, see, though. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll discuss it. <laughs> I'm, I'm super stoked about this. This is... Yay. I, this is one that I've always felt I should know more about. Yeah. Okay. I was, okay, so I picked the Kraken because I was thinking back to, like, our Godzilla episode was really cool We got, when we got to talk about the, like, symbolism and the culture of it and everything, Absolutely, and I yeah. was like, I bet the Kraken has some cool, like, this is, like, Viking culture, like, why they believed in this and stuff. No, 
Really? No. Yeah. There's none of that. So sorry. <laughs> okay. It was going to be cool. But I mean, it's still cool. But yeah, I was expecting it to like really play into like the fears of Vikings being afraid of being lost to the sea or something like that. But it's not, I don't know. We'll get into this later, but it's kind of interesting the way that it no, was. No, I'm super excited. <laughs> I wish I knew more about like Norwegian culture and stuff. Me too. I, yeah. This will help us a little bit. We'll know about one aspect of Norwegian culture. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so the Cratchit. The Cratchit. <laughs> I thought that was something you were actually saying. <laughs> That's the Kraken. The Kraken. It's not Kraken? I don't know. It might be Kraken. The Kraken? <laughs> Kraken makes sense to me. I'm going to continue to say Kraken, except now that we've said it so many times, it sounds like You're cracking wrong. a joke. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it is Kraken. Or Kraken? I cannot accept that one. <laughs> There's no way that's it. Um, executive disca- decision. I'm going Kraken. Okay. Okay, so the Kraken is a legendary Scandinavian cephalopod-like sea monster. First appeared in, like, Norse sagas from, again, like, the 12th century. So, super long time ago. Um, and it lifts off the coast of Norway and Greenland and terrorizes sailors. Are we going to get into why they terrorize sailors? I mean, because it's a very large monster, mostly. <laughs> Just because it can? Because <laughs> it's very large. And there's yeah. people in its way? Like, its whole thing, it doesn't really have any, like, powers. It's not, like, magical or supernatural in any way. It just is, like, extremely big. Like, that's just its thing. It's so big. Just so, so big. So, then you said it's a cephalopod. So, let's go back to what a cephalopod is. Okay, cephalopods... And you probably know this better than me. It's like squids and octopuses, right? Right. Okay, yeah. So so it's like squids and octopuses. I think, jeez, I, <laughs> I used to know a lot more about this, but yeah. let's just see. I think this will be helpful to know what a cephalopod is. Yes, that would be helpful. It's an active predatory mollusk of the large class cephalopoda, such as an octopus or a squid. All but right. I think cephalo, I was just trying to go with the latin root of what that actually means but i always think of it meaning it has a squishy head <laughs> so squishy well squids apparently don't have squishy head because they've got the little like shell thing over them mm. it's called their mantle their mantle yes i learned this <laughs> that's very very yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they have beaks right they do have beaks all right mm-hmm. which so do octopuses i think it they do like, okay yeah i think they do that's how they crack into the things that they eat Yes. They crack in the things that they eat. (laughs) You're welcome for that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Kraken. Maybe it is Kraken because it comes from crake, like the root word of it, but that could also be... What does crake mean? It could also be crack. Do you want... I think it's probably crake, though, because it's got an E on the end. Yeah, look it up. How to pronounce Kraken? I probably should have done this when I was... (laughs) Look, it wouldn't be our podcast. I just always if... thought it was. Does it have two K's or just one? Just one, yeah. K R A K K E N. K R A K E N. It's a weird day, folks. Kraken. Kraken. According to. Oh no! Is that the one that I said I hated? We said Kraken, Kraken, Kraken. Yep. Dang it! Are you gonna say it? I'm gonna call it Kraken. I'm into that. <laughs> Maybe I'll just say it differently every time. Oh, wait. Kraken. Let's let's say Kraken. I like Kraken. I like Kraken, too. It feels more like Norwegian. How do I make this oh, stop? No. <laughs> just, it's keeping on going. Okay. Cool. Your phone's just going to yell Kraken at us <laughs> the entire time. Anyways, Kraken comes from the word crake 
in both the Norwegian and Swedish languages, which means an uh, an unhealthy animal or something twisted, oh. which is kind of epic. Twisted like, mentally or in its... I was thinking just more in a, like, general sense, like, ooh, twisted. Okay. Like, I like that. Unnatural like, sort of, like, dark, a little yeah. bit off... Unhealthy Yeah, off animal. the straight road. And twisted. Is that a saying? <laughs> I don't know if that's a saying. Yeah, and apparently crake... Or, I didn't actually write this down, so I don't remember exactly, but Krake or something similar is the word for octopus in German. Okay. <laughs> That's very cool. So, yeah, probably related. And it's got other names. It's also known as uh, crabfish. Um, Hafgenfa. <laughs> Hafgenfa? <laughs> H-A-F-G... Oh, Hafgufa. That's what it is. H-A-F-G-U-F-A. Hafgufa. Which means sea mist. Sea mist. Uh, yes. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of, what was it, crab Crabfish? Yeah, that <laughs> doesn't really roll off the tongue. It doesn't really strike, like, terror into the heart either. Watch out, it's, it's a giant crab It's fish. the crabfish! That sounds like an Avatar The Last Airbender thing. It does sound yeah. like an Avatar thing. And it thing. would be cute and, like, make a funny noise. It sure would. Mm-hmm. It would not strike fear into the hearts of sailors. Um, or a sea mischief, like hyphenated. Oh, sea mischief. It's the sea mischief, which to me sounds exactly like a, like, Danny Ortberg thing or something. Like, it doesn't sound... (laughs) It doesn't sound... The sea mischief. (laughs) Well, I feel like, is that just an English translation of what... Probably. ...of another language? Because sea mischief sounds very translated Mm, from another language. Yeah, It sounds too... It amused me, though. I like it. (laughs) Sea mischief. Yes. Uh, so... That's the basics on the Kraken. Um, oh, and we we did we started talking about how it's cephalopod like. Okay. Um, there is some disagreement about that. So the earlier descriptions of it were more like a crab or like a whale um, or even like a starfish, but like a really, a really giant, starfish. really big starfish. Yeah. And then sort of like as time went by and the legend started being more about it, like grabbing ships and pulling it under and stuff, that's when it sort of started to be more, oh, they're tentacles and... Is it possible <laughs> because people didn't know what it, it looked like in its entirety, that they only saw bits and pieces of it when it, in this giant thing, the parts that they saw looked like it was a part... Like the, the crab? Blind people describing an elephant thing? Yeah, that whole parable or it not could be. parable is a... It's not a parable, it's a... I feel like it's sort of a parable. Okay, that's yeah. a story. It's a, yeah, teaching story. Yeah. Something like that where they yeah. like, oh, it's got to be a crab, but all they saw like was the head somebody saw of the it. tentacles or somebody saw the head and, and yeah. yeah. They try to describe it that way. It could be. Okay. That's a good, yeah, I like that. There are a lot of, like, conflicting descriptions of yeah. what it looks like. Especially since, like, it's been a thousand years, again. So, sure. like, yeah, it's kind of, it's been an enduring thing and it's, like, Travel been down translating the into different, yeah, exactly. And a lot of the... Like, when we're talking about who, like, documented it, it's a lot of, like, this guy wrote a natural history, and he documented it based on, like, a thing that he was told by somebody else who was told it by a sailor, like, so who knows, but, yeah, so there's a whole lot of different things, but the, let's see, most commonly and most recognizably now, it's depicted as, like, a giant squid or an octopus, um, usually it's got, like, spikes on its tentacles, and it's really, really big. Spikes on its tentacles. Okay, does it have spikes and little suction cups? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. that's intense. So yeah. suction cups so on the like, side. So it can, like, grab you and, like, hook you. And then that. spikes on the other side? I think it's... I was picturing it as, like, spike, like, inside suction cup. Oh. So, like, suction's on and then, like, gets you. Oh. <laughs> what if they're, like, retractable? And Ooh, then yeah. when they suction, then they, then, like, they come ch- out and then they extra grip? Like cat claws. Yeah. 
That would be cool. That'd be really cool. I feel like I'm being really like I'm not on a great like focused. That's how I felt last role. time. Okay, well and you maybe sound that's... a lot better than you think you do, probably. Good. Okay. Anyways, so it's most commonly depicted now as a giant squid or octopus that is extremely big. So when we're talking big, we're talking like a mile and a half. Holy moly. Wide. <laughs> yeah. So we're real big. Very, very big. From like head to toe or head to tip of tentacle. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as as in my little intro thing, big enough that people would mistake it for islands. Okay. Yeah, like that was like a common thing was if you see islands where they're not supposed to be, run away. <laughs> so are they, what color is the kraken? Cr- uh, yeah, usually green. Usually like green and like fuzzy sort of it sounds like. Well, not fuzzy, but like like it would look like it's like this Texture. weirdly grassy island. So it's like this bright green. What are those little things called on the little finger things that are on animals? What do they call those? Polyps? Maybe. Polyps are more like... Cilia? That's the one I was thinking of. Like what bacteria and stuff have on them. Yeah. Is it bacteria that I'm thinking? Well, you've got it in like your intestines and stuff, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of is that kind of gross little finger. That could be that. I was more thinking that it was like a, you know how whales will have like barnacles on them and like stuff growing on them. I was thinking it was more like a undersea, like algae was just like growing on it. That's pretty cool. I like that idea. Cause that's, that's another thing about the Kraken is it spends most of its time just like at the bottom of the ocean in like very deep parts of the ocean. Like it will camp out at the bottom for like three months and then come up things. and eat, and then go back down to the bottom and, like, just digest its meal for three months. Oh. So, yeah, it spends most of its time just, like... Chilling. Chilling, yeah. Letting things grow mm-hmm. on it and accumulate. Yeah, and it only comes up if it's hungry or if it's disturbed by, say, a very large ship passing overhead. Okay. hmm Yes. A mile is real big. It is real big. And that was definitely like in like 1752, that was where that mile and a half wide number comes from, Um, which this is the most famous like description of it was from this guy who was the Bishop of Bergen, Eric Ludwigsen Pontopidon. (laughs) I like that name. Pontop, yeah, Pontopidon. Excellent But yeah, he, uh, let's see, he called it, quote, incontestably the largest sea monster in the world at one and a half miles wide. And he did mention that he used the most conservative estimate of the length so that it would be more likely to be believed. <laughs> so it could be bigger. Big. It could be bigger. So that makes, can you imagine though, if something is a mile long and say the tentacles are what, half its body length or maybe uh-huh. even a little bit longer than what its head length is, then seeing something that giant in the water. I mean, that thing's got to be, the diameter of one tentacle's got to be huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it says that it can raise the tentacles out of the water to the height of a large ship's mast. Oh my gosh. Which, I mean, that's pretty high. I don't ever, I've never been on a large. that's just out of the water based off something that's like in the water already. So So it's like. It could be way down there. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been on a huge ship with a mast mast, though, so. I feel like it's big though, right? I feel like probably, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and by the time that they were writing this sort of description, that was like the 17, 1800s. So they had bigger ships. They did have bigger ships. Well, we've been on a cruise, so I imagine. I mean, the cruise ships look huge. So, okay. Large. Very cool. (laughs) Um, Let's see. (laughs) Okay, yeah, and this is from mythology.net. They had a section called Personality, which I enjoyed. So the personality (laughs) of the Kraken (laughs) is that he he is a. What Myers Briggs type is he? Or she. Is it mm-hmm. a he or a she? Do we know? We don't know. Okay. It. They. Asexual. Mm, okay. We don't, we don't know. Okay. Um, the Kraken is certainly a dangerous beast, but unlike other sea monsters, 
uh, isn't particularly interested in hunting humans. Most of the sailors who have gone down in the Kraken's belly simply didn't get out of the way fast enough. Um, and a lot of people will say that, yeah, it's not generally, like, grabbing ships and pulling them down to the bottom of the ocean, like, is depicted in, like, movies and stuff. Generally, if you're killed by the Kraken, Kraken, it's because either, like, one of the tentacles accidentally slapped your boat and sunk it. Yeah. Or, like, uh, it, when it, um, goes back under the water, it'll make a big vortex. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Mm -hmm. Which, I was talking about this with John last night, and he pointed out that Mythbusters totally did a thing about, have you heard the thing about the Titanic? That, like, a lot of people died just because, like, it pulled them down. Yeah, that's not true, apparently, because Mythbusters says so. Well, it it wasn't (laughs) going very fast, going down was. I mean, it was relatively, it was sinking very quickly, but I would it when I was thinking about it, I think it's more about, like, if it's sinking, it's displacing the water rather than, like, it's not pulling the actual water from the surface down with it. Like, it's going through the water. Did you watch that episode of Mythbusters? No. Did John explain specifically what They did happened? a, they, like, sunk a ship or something and had one of the Mythbusters, I believe he said it was Adam. I bet it was Adam. Um... <laughs> Uh, just, like, in, like, a... Wetsuit? Yes, in a wetsuit, like, in the like, water. scuba... Yeah, okay. like, in the water, like, on the ship, and then just, like, sunk the ship, and he just, like, floated. <laughs> I, yeah, that's... So, I don't know if that's in... Well, the Titanic What's the word I'm isn't... In, the Titanic was controversial. That's not it. So, yeah, I don't know how applicable that is to either the Titanic, which is big, or the Kraken, which is bigger. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, is, like, <laughs> yeah. maybe... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. A mile and a half wide, I feel like maybe if anything was going to pull something down. It could. Uh-huh. It would. <laughs> yeah. I don't know enough about water physics to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know enough I about should physics. probably. <laughs> probably should. Probably. Well, you were aerospace, not. Well, that's what fluid flow. Is it? We learned. Yeah, we did a lot of. Shows how much I know stuff. about aerospace engineering. Incompressible fluid flow is all. It all applies to either air moving slow enough that it's not like compressible or water or any other fluid. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Now you know. No. <laughs> Uh, oh gosh <laughs> it's hard to go by yourself <laughs> isn't it because you don't know the flow and then we're not bouncing back and forth it's okay oh, gosh. you're doing great oh, so i'm learning tired. a lot <laughs> this is good okay good this is super fascinating so that's the personality of Kraken is that he's lazy basically lazy, lazy and, and not terribly like aggro very very inactive yeah just clumsy maybe, maybe? Even lazy but like kind of not what if neutral just, yeah. yeah what if he just He's just hungry, and these boats are in the way. And he's can you just, imagine? He's just big. He can't help it. You have to draw. <laughs> you have to draw this poor, like a poor, cute kraken that just keeps on accidentally killing boats. Oops, like I'm so I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. And then just trying to make up for it, trying to pick up the little pieces of the boat oh, and put them back Lord. together. And everything. <laughs> that would be so cute. Oh well, I wish I could draw things. Okay, well now I have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, yes, the Kraken. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> this is a fun thing. How do you think the Kraken hunts? Like, it eats fish, but how do you think the Kraken attracts fish? Uh, maybe with a, makes like a, 
what are those called? Those little pools that... Like a tide pool? Yeah, a little tide pool. Maybe no, it creates its own cool. little tide pool. That would be a cool idea because yeah. it's like an island. Yeah, and he... I don't know. Yeah, it reminds me of that book, Hatchet. Did you ever read that terrible book that we had to read in middle school? I definitely did. I don't remember anything about it. He, I just remember him collecting his own fish, but he didn't have anything to fish with, so he did something with uh, creating almost like a trap like for the fish in the water, sort of. kind of, but I don't... It was kind yeah. of like something like that. Okay, I don't know. And well, then he no. speared him after that. <laughs> the Kraken uses poop. poop his own poop Uh uh-huh its own poop because okay so it does the thing where it eats and then it digests for three months and then it just like spews a bunch of poop into the water and and fish come to eat it yeah it's like so it's like fertilizer for plants or whatever it's like chumming the water with like fish parts and then fish come and like swarm and then it eats the fish does it suck them up through his beak I guess so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever it has as a mouth. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Gross. So poop hunting So it's is, eating its own poop. It is, On yeah. a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, so that's an... Um, but I like that. That makes sense. That's actually pretty... It's clever. It's got a good... Mm-hmm. It's recycling. <laughs> yeah. And it... Yes. But yeah, um... Ew, it's gonna be a lot of poop. Yeah. And a lot of fish. So because of this, according to the Pontipidin... Ponta... Pontopidin? Yeah, that's what I was calling it. The Pontopidin guy that did the whole big description said that Norwegian fishermen would often risk fishing, like, over the Kraken because the fish were so plentiful because they were swarming yeah. because of this whole thing. Because it moves slowly because it's this giant thing. So you would have time to, like, go in there, get a bunch of fish, go out, like, in the time that it's just, like, sort of getting ready to come and eat so the fish. So, essentially, some kind of symbiotic symbiotic relationship. Yeah, basically. Or not really. I don't know that that's necessarily symbiotic if the Kraken's not getting anything out of it. Yeah, I guess it's parasitic. More so. We're parasitic of the... <laughs> We're just using yeah. the Kraken. Okay, so on top Sorry, of... Sorry, Kraken. Oh, no! The, Kraken, yeah. the poor Kraken accidentally bumping into all these ships and destroying him and killing people. And we just want him for his fish. Nobody appreciates the Kraken. No, all his hard work. <laughs> that's his food. He, that's all he yeah. gets to eat. Oh. That's sad. Oh, poor Craig. I do feel bad for him. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, but because of this, there is a saying that uh, you must have fished on Kraken. Oh. If somebody, like, has a really good catch. Nice. Yeah, which I liked. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so, and the movements create whirlpools, which we already discussed, and then one source said that it could make vocal calls that could cause underwater earthquakes. Ooh. I only saw this from one source on mythology.net, and the article was authored by a Professor Geller, which I enjoyed, because I like to imagine that it was Ross from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> was he a professor in that show? I think so, right? He I, was like a... I've never watched Friends, like, I want to... No, paleontology lot. professor. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was the worst. He was Everybody the worst. Everybody hates Ross. <laughs> okay. Um, but this guy was a professor who actually came up with... I don't... That was the username of the person that wrote the article oh, on mythology.net was Professor Keller, so who knows? <laughs> so he's a self-appointed myth- mythology professor. Or she. She. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. I was just amused that it was the Ross name. But yeah, that was the only place that I saw the underwater earthquakes thing, so take that with a grain of salt, I okay. guess. Okay, sounds good. Um, but it's a cool idea. That is a really cool and idea. And it's super big, so probably. It's another one of those things, too, where underwater earthquakes do happen, and so as an explanation before mm-hmm. modern science and the learning of tectonic Maybe plates. Maybe it was a giant Maybe creature. Maybe it was yeah, exactly. Um, that is definitely <clears throat> more plausible than there being big plates underneath the Earth's surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't sound very believable even today. I don't think so. That's crazy. The ground's moving? No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, let's see. So yeah, most 
most of at least the older stories are about this like sort of gentle giant creature that just like is doing its own thing with its poop hunting and not really meaning to bother anybody. Um, this one thing says that it uses its tentacles to tether itself to the bottom when it's at the bottom. The so bottom just of sort the of like, ocean floor. Yeah, just sort of like pops onto stuff and just kind of chills. chills. Yeah, which I like. <laughs> um... But there are definitely other reports that are like, oh yeah, this thing is crazy bloodthirsty and will devour entire crews and drag ships underneath the water. That sounds like... Swims in circles to create whirlpools on purpose and That stuff sounds like, that. like some angry guy on a boat who was just upset because he couldn't... <laughs> he didn't get the catch that he wanted. He didn't get a good fit. And, yeah. yeah, and mm-hmm. he's just coming up with excuses. Oh, there's a Kraken. Oh, he's not as good as you think he is. <laughs> he's actually keeping me from... Yeah, that's what I... Jerk smearing the Kraken's reputation. Just lazy. Just come up with excuses. Yeah. Okay, so we're we're pretty much on the side of the Kraken at this point. Yeah, we're pretty (laughs) pro-Kraken. I'm pretty... I'm feeling pretty Mm pro-Kraken. Yeah. Uh, So is AnomalyInfo.com. AnomalyInfo. AnomalyInfo.com, which is this fun site, which I found that is, like, very weirdly defensive about the Kraken. (laughs) But no, but... Which I enjoyed. I want to read you the first paragraph because I loved it. Let's see. Okay, here's what it looks like. Yeah, I'm looking at, it looks yeah, very 1999. Something. 19-something. <laughs> <laughs> and it has the, the uh, categories at the top of the page are anomalies, curiosities, mysteries, and legends. Oh. So you can... I need to check this website link? out, yeah, though. Yeah, you can go check it out. You can become a patron. They've got a Patreon link. Really? Excellent. <laughs> so is this... Con- is the Kraken considered a, an anomaly or a... What are the I options again? Get, this is probably in the Legends oh, category. Yeah. It doesn't really say. I feel like if you clicked on Legends, this article would pop up probably. Okay, that makes more <laughs> sense than... Okay, so this says, The Kraken, the great beast of the seas, is a popular creature modern, modernly seen often in comic books... Blah, 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 blah. Okay. From, in everything is what they say. Um, <laughs> quickly gathered the general idea of the beast as a gigantic squid that attacks ships and is powerful enough to sink them if it so desires. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Scary beast. Of course, scientists are quick to point out that while the legends of the Kraken are likely based on true sightings of giant squids, the squids in question were never large enough to sink a ship, nor likely to want to do so. The tremendous size and aggressiveness of the legendary Kraken is pure exaggeration and fantasy attached to a relatively rare but very real aquatic wonder. A standalone one-line paragraph, and the funniest part of all of this is how mistaken both ideas are. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Twist. This... (laughs) author knows the real deal apparently yeah. knows the truth so. they're about to blow this out of the water <laughs> says the kraken as originally reported over 300 years ago was not described as a squid nor was it likely to have been based on one and it was never accused of being aggressive what's more the trail from the first reports of the <laughs> kraken in scientific literature of the mid 1700s up to the modern concept of the creature as a violent giant squid demonstrates exactly how little facts matter compared to convenient assumptions oh jeez. <laughs> This person's very upset about the Kraken being painted in a poor light. Hey, though, I kind of have to agree with, with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At this point, as, as we said, we are very pro-Kraken. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. He also... Uh, we'll talk about that later. Oh, yeah. Okay. And also, they take um, issue with the fact that everybody thinks that it's a squid or an octopus now. Because, according to them, the Puntop... Every single time I have to say this name, that guy? it's going to come out. Yeah, that guy, the Pontodopadibble and yep. Pontopadin. Oh, wait, <laughs> no, I, exactly. I think that was actually right. Pondipolum? I only said it right. Pontopadin. Pontopadin. Yeah. 
This guy says that Pontopidan, in his original work, said that the Kraken was a giant starfish. I think that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, because it was like, because fl- then it would be like flat, and then the arms that came up were pretty flexible. Were like, I guess. I guess I don't know, but let's see. Because some starfish have really thin. Arms. Yeah, some of them are thin, and they can like grow Girl. back if they're cut off, which seems like it would be helpful for a that kraken. would be super helpful. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is another time when the dude gets. I keep on saying the dude, but, like, it is, right? It almost certainly is if you're getting, like, really aggressive on the internet. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, this person it could on go anomalyinfo.com. Is there really not a person's name on there? Maybe it's... No, I, I wonder. It's something like... It's going to be something like Alex or Jordan or... Oh, Garth Hazlem. So it's a dude. Yep. What's up, Garth? Garth. So Garth says... So now I'm just picturing <laughs> Garth from Wayne's World. I'm definitely picturing... <laughs> I mean, in, I can, in his voice, can hear... Uh-huh. Him getting all defensive <laughs> about the, the Kraken. And in that voice, he says, despite all the smoke and mirrors to make the, quote, Kraken is a giant squid argument work. <laughs> is it really in parentheses like that? It is in parentheses. Or, quotation, quotation marks. Quotation marks, yes. Um, Not parentheses. Despite all the smoke and mirrors to make that argument work, in the end, there is one main difficulty. Pontopidan knew the difference between a squid and a kraken. He describes species of both, along with starfish, in the same chapter of his book. So Pontipidon was not confused about what he was reporting. Oh, wow. Uh, it was very clear that he felt that the kraken was, in fact, a gigantic starfish. Yeah. So there's that one perspective that's very aggressive that I was amused by. I, <laughs> I wonder, so was he the pontif... Pontopidon, whatever his name is, was is I'm he like the? What, oh my gosh! No, what's the, what's the guy that they always talk about on Sawbones? The really like old, Plenty the Elder. Yeah, so you like Plenty the Elder, but with creatures. I don't know. I think let's see, because I wrote down what it actually was that he referenced it in. Um, he was the Bishop of Bergen. Oh, yes, because I really liked the title of the work was the first attempt at a natural history of Norway. The first attempt. It sounds like a hobbit wrote it, doesn't it? It does sound like that. <laughs> yeah, so that was what, so it was like an encyclopedia about wildlife in Norway, and so he included the Kraken because it, it's a real thing that's in Norway. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so the other thing that was on anomalyinfo.com was like details about how they used to fish over the Kraken, which I liked. So um, it's talking about, okay, so usually it's encountered anywhere that's as deep as 80 fathoms. I don't know how deep that is, Neither but it sounds I. deep. Um, but basically, they would <laughs> go out in their boats and do a depth checks. I don't know how they did that in, like, a million years ago. Or, you know, a thousand. Whatever we said. Um, I guess they dropped <laughs> a, million, a, a thousand down or something. Over, like, a couple hundred years, it's all the same. Yeah, whatever. But they, ha- <laughs> they would have a guy that would do depth checks as they were, like, diving. And if it came back... Um, if it came back, like, 30 fathoms or something, when it was supposed to be, like, 80, they'd be like, oh, okay, so a Kraken is down there. And then all of the other boats would, like, come, they'd, like, put up, like, a flag or something and be like, whoa, Kraken here, and everybody would come and fish, (laughs) and then... So they'd share, they'd share in the wealth, that's nice. They would share as a very cooperative endeavor, and then the person that was doing the depth check would, like, continue doing it, and if it started getting less deep like if it went up to 20 or something they'd be like oh get out of here because it was coming up to the surface and then everybody would go away and they would watch it surface and be like hey Gregan and that's thanks cool. for the fish yeah so I liked the description of it nice. as being very much like just this nice like part of the natural world that they take advantage of with their fishing and it's just that's like how they do it 
and they know how to avoid yeah. it. Yeah, I, I thought it was I nice. I like that, too. <laughs> I like that a lot. That yeah. sounds very, yeah, it just sounds like a It's like a fun a little, like, magical realism sort of thing. That yeah. Would, yeah. A nice little just mm-hmm. happy relationship with the Kraken, like, hey, what's up? Kind of like your whole dune worm, sandworm yeah. thing. Yeah, as I was researching this, I was like, oh, no wonder I chose the Kraken, because as we discussed, like, this is exactly up my alley. It's just this giant, giant thing. Creature. Yeah. So, is there, like, a real world actual scientific as i scroll through my document to my scientific explanations section um okay before we talk about giant squids because that's going to be most of it there is also the fact that some traits of the kraken resemble undersea volcanic activity um which is interesting because in that region of like greenland and iceland and denmark and everything there is a lot of undersea volcanic activity i didn't know that yeah so like bubbles of water that people would attribute to like oh it's coming up there's water's bubbling or like sudden dangerous currents in whirlpools or the appearance of new islets islets how do you say that word? I S L small islands. E T. <laughs> islet of new small islands. Is it maybe an, an islet? islet? Maybe because the appearance of new islands. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, it could just be another instance of ancient people trying to figure out natural world thing. Like as you were saying, underwater earthquakes. Like yeah, maybe it's a giant sea monster. Who knows? Who's yeah. to say? Um. So there's that explanation. The obvious other explanation is there are actual giant ass squid monsters that live in the sea (laughs) and maybe they were actually saying that yeah because yeah giant squids um are a thing that exists they're 300 to 600 pounds whoa they can be up to 40 to 50 feet long um and they do live in that area they live off the coast of norway do whales live up there at all Mm -hmm. they go that far north so maybe they were seeing whales in some cases too because whales are huge and if you're just seeing the top like smooth head part i mean i can imagine Mm -hmm. that from a distance it might look like a yeah and a lot of the early um Kraken descriptions were, as we said, like a crab or like a whale. Like, that's another thing. I suppose it's possible, too, back in those days, just like how we've talked about there being giant versions of some of our modern-day mm-hmm. wild animals. Maybe they were bigger. They were bigger. They had bigger yeah. animals then, too, in the ocean. And especially since we weren't, like, catching as much stuff, and there were probably more fish in the ocean so they could eat more and get bigger because we weren't destroying everything. Humans suck. They really do. <laughs> But that's one thing we've learned uh, about this podcast is that people really suck. Mm-hmm. And the ocean wasn't, like, polluted and full of plastic. That probably isn't good for giant squids and kraken. Yeah. <laughs> Etc. Yeah. Could be. But, yeah, so, yeah, giant squids. Um, yeah, you said do whales go that far up. Their main enemy is sperm whales, and they'll attack them with their toothy tentacles. They have tentacles with spikes. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, we talked. So that's a thing. Well, I said that that was the Kraken thing. Oh, you're talking about actual But I didn't know that it was the actual squid habit. No, I did not know that. Yeah. Sorry, I was misunderstanding what you said. No, I did not realize that they had... When they say toothy, though, is it... Are they more, like, teeth? Or are they more, like, claws or spikes? I'd say spikes probably is the closest thing. Yeah. I wonder if it's just, like... uh, And it looks like it's, like, suction cups... And then sort of interspersed with the tooth thingies. Some kind of, like, keratin type Yeah, thing. so they say that a lot of uh, Keratin might whales, only be a mammal thing. No. I have no idea. No, maybe. That's the stuff that's, like, hair and nails. Yeah. So maybe it's a mammal thing because hair? And some horns or... I don't know. Okay. Boom. I don't know. But yeah, uh, <laughs> toothy spikes, apparently. That's cool. Um, And yeah, they'll find uh, whales with, like, scars on them Whoa. from having wrestled with a giant squid because it's got those teeth things. Yeah, 
Giant squids are scary. They are very... There's picture of giant squid next to people. Oh my gosh. They're very large. I don't like them I don't very like, much. No. No. <laughs> Especially since squids kind of look like like giant bugs or something. Or they like do. spiders. Yeah, it's not well, great. You know, if you've seen those videos of octo- like little tiny octopuses like doing really smart things, like there's the one that got out of a jar, it was able to, or it got in I a jar. I have not seen they that, can but do, octopuses are supposed to be really smart. They can open things and they can do all these things. And the idea that if something, I don't know about squids intelligence something that compared big that's to also oct- smart. Yes, <laughs> that sounds terrifying. I didn't even think about that fact. But I don't it. think squids are that. I don't think squids are. I think I, of squids as being like a yeah, like a bug, like a really or, large or ocean just bug. very aggressively just a just big instinctive. Yeah, very yeah. impulsive and just eat yeah. and live and whatever gets in its way kind of thing. Where octopuses are That's very cunning and octopuses are clever and like freaky. <laughs> yeah, maybe the kraken's a mix of both. And just it could be. Could be its own thing. Um, oh yeah, and they can uh, like squid ink and octopus ink is a thing, so they can spew the dark ink, which is kind of like the spewing its poop to hunt. So maybe that's where that came Ew, from. Gross. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this is an interesting factoid that doesn't really relate to the kraken at all, but I thought it was cool. Um, there's a lot of debate about whether all of the giant squids, just like everywhere on Earth, are one species or if it's up to like 20 separate species. Huh? Because they can't decide how to classify them because they don't find them very often. Really? Yeah, giant squids are, like, usually, um, everywhere I was reading about them, like, most of the data they have is either, like, they washed up on shore and they were dead, or, like, finding in whales that they, or, like, yeah, catching whales and then finding in their stomachs the beaks of these giant squids. Oh, weird. Yeah, and so that's, like, how they know, and there's, I guess that's the thing. There's giant squids, and then there are colossal squids. Colossal squids. Colossal squids. They better not find anything bigger because they're running out of adjectives. <laughs> um, well, I feel like they skipped a few in between. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like they could have... Colossal's kind of at the max, I think. Mega squids. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those live in, like, um, near Antarctica. Okay. They so. live in really, really cold water, and they're, like, twice the size of well they're twice the weight of giant squids they're slightly shorter actually so they're like bigger stocky yeah they're denser their shell thing is a lot thicker their mantle Um, yeah which i don't know how they know this because no one has ever seen one they only know that they exist because they found like body parts in the stomachs of whales (laughs) well then how do they know that they're twice as I guess because, and that's like, long. the beaks that they found are, like, way bigger or something. And I don't But then yeah. you wouldn't know if it was actually longer or not, would you? Well, they found, like, a tentacle, I know. Okay. So they found, like, a severed tentacle, which is gross. And they have... <laughs> which is gross. <laughs> yeah, it is. They have, instead of the, like, serrated tooth things that the giant squids have, they have swiveling hooks Whoa. on their tentacles. So that's freaky. That is super freaky. Yeah. See, that doesn't sound real in itself. Mm-mm. Are squids real? I don't, you know, <laughs> you could make a case for squids not being real. Are they a cryptid? It's all Photoshop. Yes. It's like narwhals. Those shouldn't be real. They really shouldn't That's be. That's wild. Well, wasn't it, weren't narwhals, narwhals only like a thing just within the last like 20 years? I have no idea. What, I, what do you mean by a thing? I don't know. I just feel like people didn't talk about them until recently or maybe it's yeah. just become a fad type thing. Like, it's definitely a fad. There's like narwhal stuff on all the kids' clothes. But, I'm up on the kids' clothes scene now. But There's how long ago were narwhals discovered? I guess they've been around forever. Well, when we talked about unicorns, yeah, they used to use yeah. narwhal horns and say it was unicorn horns. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Okay, Um. so, yes, colossal squid. Yeah, they've only found body parts. 
One of the body parts that they found was an eye. That eye was the size of a soccer ball. Yeah, I've heard they're huge. It's too big. It's way too big. Yeah, so that's the largest eyes on Earth of any animal. Gross. Except for the Kraken, probably. I yeah, the Kraken has I would bigger think eyes. probably. Or I, it might have no eyes because it lives at the bottom of the that's ocean. That's what I was going to say. Maybe it's got little tiny BB eyes. Yeah, gross. Okay. That is um, really, really gross. <laughs> Oh, and something that it said was the colossal squid um, probably is not very aggressive. It's probably really lazy because it lives in that freezing cold water um, and it's super big. So it just sits in wait for prey instead of running them down, which is kind of like the kraken that just it like is. hangs out at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Um, by one estimate, it uses up to 600 times less energy than other simili- similarly sized predators. But this is all... It just kind of chills. Yeah, I don't know how, again, I don't know how they know this because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so what it sounds like to me, though, is that there are some people that think it's more like a starfish type creature, but mm-hmm. then all of these things where you're talking about it having ink spewing abilities and mm-hmm. things like that, that's all very cephalopod. That's very octopus and And a lot of those things are things I think that probably, well, no, because Pontipidin, I'm getting good at that now. Yeah, I'm impressed. Because Pontipidin, he was talking about the spewing, not ink, but the, the poop hunting. That was him. Is that a starfish so I don't know. thing? I don't know. But yeah, anyways, all the, the like, octopus and squid stuff is very much, like, it evolved into that as far as the legend. So the starfish thing is kind of more OG Kraken, so maybe that means it's more accurate. I don't know. What if it's, like, a starfish-squid-octopus hybrid? Could be. Or starfish mollusks? Are they, like, part of that family? Maybe. I don't think they are. <laughs> because I don't... I always... I know that starfish, they do have... I just don't ever think of them as being true animals. They feel like they're are they, more... They might be invertebrates. They belong to Asteroidia. Whoa. That's so I think, cool. I think are they, they aliens? Have their own... <laughs> they're asteroids? <laughs> uh-huh. uh, no, I think... Well, Aster just means star, right? Oh. Doesn't it? They're echidno- yeah. They're echidnoderms. So, I, yeah, I don't think that they're a part of that. I don't think they're mollusks okay. because they're... Because I was just thinking it makes sense that, like, a, like octopus-squid hybrid would exist because they're part of the same, like, biological family thing, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that they're kind of their own thing, and I think they're probably more co- closely related to... They're very basic creatures. They don't yeah. have... I don't... I wouldn't consider them sentient type beings, like, maybe more animal-like animals yeah. are. And that would be, a, with that sort of idea of it as, like, just sort of a natural phenomenon that is, like, the tides or something that just you can work with and fish yeah. over, that kind of would work as, like, a just starfish like sort of a plant yeah. situation but i do I, yeah i can see that because it, it they, they remind me of like living coral reefs kind yeah, of well exactly. coral reefs are alive but more and just servicing and going back to the bottom like it's not like see, they're necessarily to... intelligent it's just doing its thing yeah they remind mm. me of are they related to sea cucumbers I think maybe they are I don't know. But I, I like the idea of the Kraken having a personality and being more okay. of a It could a also be, it could be thing. like an octopus squid thing that just happens to look kind of starfishy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Kind of flattened Real out. bumpy maybe. And yeah. Oh, oh, okay. And so as we're talking about explanations of what it might be, instead of real Kraken, Kraken, um, I do have a thing that may point to there actually have being, I can't talk today. <laughs> it's okay. I'm following still. It's yes. great. I did find this thing in, I think it was like a mental floss article or something, so like, who knows. But um, <laughs> but it's talking about there may have actually been a real life Kraken um, because ichthyosaur, ich, ichthyosaur, right? Like a 
The giant like, fish. dinosaur fish thing. Ichthyosaur bones have been discovered in patterns that are similar to the way that octopuses place the bones of their meals. So apparently octopuses, they'll like eat something and then like arrange the bones. I love way, octopuses which is so much. Very strange. It's but, very uh, weird, but... Yeah. <laughs> but apparently that's a thing, but like ichthyosaur bones... And those things were, like, 30 feet long. So that would be a very large thing to catch it. And some of the rib cages that were arranged that way show signs of constriction as though a tentacle wrapped around it and squeezed. Oh. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. That is really cool. Yep. Also, (laughs) if it's octopi for the plural of octopus, I apologize. I don't actually know what the plural of octopus is. Did you say the plural of octopus? I've been saying saying octopuses. I think it is octopi. I don't really like the way octopi sounds. Yeah, it sounds weird. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're just going to say things how we feel like saying them today. So I've got sort of a timeline of accounts of the Kraken, which I can hit the highlights on that. We don't really need to talk about all of these. But it was first described by King Severi of Norway in 1180. Um, so that's a pretty long time ago. Not, let's see. Ah, I'm trying to open this thing up, but it's only highlighting it. Mm. Okay, and this says, okay, so 1080, 1080, very long time ago, um, there was a bishop who was on a boat for some reason, and he spotted an <laughs> island, and he rode to it and celebrated mass on it. Because <laughs> that's what you do when you're a bishop, I sure, guess. Sure, okay. Yeah. Um, when he left, he was stunned when it suddenly disappeared. Um, and King Severi of Norway named this disappearing island's phenomenon the Kraken in 1180 AD. So that is the first account of the Kraken. You've seen all of Avatar The Last Airbender, right? Yes, but it's been a really long time. So would it spoil it for you if I referred to something in it that is very much like that? No, do it. So he, at the, near the very end of, so spoiler alert, but it's been out for like 15 years uh-huh, or yeah. something. So <laughs> there, he comes across this island, uh, Aang does, he lands on this island and it's a giant uh, lion turtle. But oh, when he's on that. it, yeah, he can't, he doesn't know what it is until the very, like, right before he battles the Fire Lord. But it's very much so... I picture that because that was real foresty, though. But that's what this keeps making me that's think of. That's very much. And I've got, wait, let me find this picture that I found that somebody drew, which I'm definitely going to put this on the Instagram because it's super cool. But somebody drew this rendition of Kraken as island uh, as, though, yeah. as though it was like a field drawing. See, and that looks like a shell. Okay, so yeah. that, that looks more like a... That was something that it was actually in the person's notes that drew it, that they just added that because they thought it would be cool because it was like an island or something. Okay, and this is what you were saying with like an iceberg type thing. This is probably my favorite rendition of it. Mm -hmm. I really like it. Because it is kind of had that shell, which makes sense because it's it's kind of crab-like. Yeah, it's like part crab and then part octopus and then sort of squiddy looking and that makes sense too because it's it's something that doesn't necessarily have to be related specifically to an animal because it's a non-existent yeah. right? it's a cryptid so it's one of those things that could be entirely its own it could be thing. anything it could be anything yeah so i really like this i'm definitely gonna put that on yeah, and it's i like that by ratsloff is the username on the website wasted talents wasted um, talents <laughs> which i uh, it was just, like, linked in something else, and that website is all, like, artists that have, like, very involved day jobs, and so that's why it's called Wasted Talents. Oh, <laughs> that's clever. I thought I was like cute. that. That yeah. is cute. Um, okay. <laughs> I have I have 14 pages of notes about this, so this oh is why gosh. I can't find anything It's bad, because I got this new app. It's cool. I'm, I, like, really... Yeah, it's a very cool app, and I've got my, like, Apple Pencil, so I was able to do, like, handwritten notes and also take, like, screenshots, and so it was too easy, and so I've got too much notes now. 
is what happened. Um, but let's see. Okay, first account was in 1180. Um, and then the most famous next account was in the 13th century in an old Icelandic saga called Orvar Otter, which who knows how to actually pronounce that. It's got right. one of those two dots over an O, and I don't know what that is. That means over, maybe? I think it's it's a shortened... Orver, Orver? Maybe. <laughs> I know if it's over the U, it's oo sound. Oh. I think. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, it's something Icelandic, um, but it's this guy and his son, and it's about their adventure, and they come across two sea monsters in the Greenland Sea. One of them is the Hofgufa, which I mentioned before, that's another name for the Kraken, and one of them is the Lingbaker, which was a giant whale. So, okay, so they're like yeah. buddies. Is there, he's, mm, yeah. So the Kraken has a buddy, just a big whale. Yeah, and they hang out together. <laughs> Yeah, and it says, um, the Lingbaker is the largest whale in the world, but the Hafgufa is the hugest monster in the sea. The hugest monster of them all. Hugest monster <laughs> of them all. Um, this is another thing that says it stays submerged for days and then rears its head and nostrils above the surface and stays that way at least until the change of tide. Oh. So this description is more like it's like got its mouth open, like upwards and just like sticking out so that all the fish can like swim into it and then after like a day it goes under it just takes them all with them so in the story um it's like some like magical antagonist has sent the kraken to like kill all of them um because the bad magic guy thought that they would like think it was an island and get off on the island and then it would go underwater and they'd all drown oh no oh no (laughs) so that was the plan but the uh sailor guy was too smart and he knew that it was the kraken so he just like sailed right through the mouth instead of stopping wow Mm -hmm. that's really cool yep (laughs) so that was fun uh very old story um let's see oh i liked this one there was um in 1250 somebody did a natural history of norwegian stuff so kind of simpler similar to pontipidon i think i did that right (laughs) similar to that one um but they said that their theory was that there were only two of them so this was something we hadn't really talked about, how many of them there were, whether there oh, was the Kraken or... Um, so most people talk about it like they are like a species and there are a lot of Kraken. But this person in 1250 said that they thought there were two of them um, and it was only them and they were unable to reproduce because the sea just couldn't support anything else that was that size. So there was no way there would ever be more of them. So it, see, that makes... So I guess they would say that it was just like very, very long long-lived maybe yeah isn't that how godzilla is i think so yeah yeah i think we decided godzilla was one and only yeah which i thought was interesting that it was two instead of one because usually if it's something like that it would be like the one and it's only one of them yeah but this was like for some reason there were two i don't know (laughs) there was enough to have two so at least he's a friend or maybe they were mistaking the the giant the whale the whale yeah it's like another kraken instead and it's actually a giant whale that could be what they're talking about. So it's just a giant octopus and giant whale, and they're friends, and they live together. Okay, this sounds forever. like it needs to be its own little comic mini series. Two little yes. <laughs> Kraken and well, what it was, what is and they it keep again? on accidentally killing people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the Lingbaker and the Half Goofa, Half Goofa and the Lingbaker. Yep, that's kind of cute, cute names. It works. Really cute. I like that. <laughs> Yay. Um, okay. Yes. Okay. So a Pontipidon then is the uh, 1752 one in the first attempt at a natural history of Norway. And he's kind of the one that everybody like references. So his is the authority on Kraken. And he didn't even ever like see one. It was just based off like things that people had told him. 
Um, let's see. Oh, and there, there's a claim that there was a kraken that got beached and died in Norway in 1680. So it like washed up close to the shore and then got like its little tentacles tangled. And yeah, and it said that it just like stayed there and rotted for like a really long time and it smelled really bad because they couldn't move it because it was too big. (laughs) It was too big to move. Mm -hmm. But nobody like measured it or like, I guess they couldn't take a picture of it because it was 1680. (laughs) And so, who knows? (laughs) Drew it maybe? There's no drawing or... I don't know. It's just sort of a legend, I guess, of this giant thing that smelled terrible for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, here's one of my favorite accounts of the Kraken is by Jacob Wallenberg, who is a Swedish author in 1781. And he starts out um, saying the Kraken, which is not that huge for heads and tails counted. He's no larger than our Oland is wide, less than 16 kilometers. By Oland, he's referring to Sweden. Oh, right. He said, it's not that huge. It's It's smaller than the country. (laughs) Which, like, wow, Jake. Yeah, that's, uh... <laughs> Takes a lot to impress that guy. <laughs> like, yeah, it's smaller than 16 kilometers, not that big. Um, let's see. And he suggested that that was, uh, what the Leviathan of Job was. Like, in the Bible, how Job talked about the Leviathan, this guy was suggesting that it probably was the Kraken. When you say the, Levi- the Leviathan, you mean... Leviathan. I don't know what you're referring to specifically. Oh, it's like in the Bible, there's a, like, Job talks about the Leviathan. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I said this, like, I know that this... <laughs> you said it so confidently I that I... Uh... <laughs> it's one of those things that I'm like, oh, yeah, the Leviathan and Job, but I don't actually know any details about the Leviathan okay. and Job, but I know that it's a thing. So, gotcha. yeah, I probably okay. should have looked that up, too. But... No, it's fine. I just probably don't know as much about the Bible mm-hmm. as I should, so... So, it could be that the Kraken was mentioned in the Bible along with unicorns. Love it. Yep. <laughs> Um, well, as we all know, there's a lot of freaky stuff in the Bible that's yeah, there's really weird creatures. <laughs> so, yep, crazy, crazy giants and stuff. We should do giants. What kind of giants specifically? Weren't there the like the like whole like other species of people that were giants in like the Old Testament? Are you talking about the half angels? I think so. Where the angels came and made babies with people. Yes. And then they were giant. Giants walked there. I I don't know if that's the same thing. Oh. I I don't know if they're supposed to be the same. See. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. This is all stuff that we've gathered from just like being in Sunday school for our whole (laughs) lives. So like, who knows? Oh, I haven't even been in Sunday school my whole life. (laughs) I'm hesitant to do anything Bible related just for the. Probably a sticky wicket. The, um, <laughs> just the, the, just the, the likelihood of blasphemy is, is high. So I don't want to. Okay, we'll avoid blasphemy, I guess. I mean, no, I just don't mean like, you know what I mean, where I feel yeah, like no, I'm I just going to get something really wrong and it's going to be very bad. It's like a high pressure situation. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I just, mm, okay. <laughs> yes. We're kind of a mess, aren't we? We really are today. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. We'll get, we'll get back into it. Yeah, Once we, we get on a rhythm, hey, it'll I, be fine. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, there was this guy in France who was a malacologist. Yes. I actually know what that is. The study of mollusks. It is. Yeah. Good job. I, well, okay. I didn't I know only that know was that a thing. Because I started listening, I was trying to listen to that podcast, Ologies. Oh yeah. And that was the that. one that I downloaded was the malacology episode. Yeah. And she was, it was all about snails and stuff. It's so specific. Oh, snails are mollusks? Yes. There we, okay, I guess so. <laughs> That's cool. Well, Pierre-Denis de Montfort oh, was a wow. French malacologist, um, and he wrote an encyclopedia of mollusks, which sounds like riveting reading. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but so mollusks- in his mollusk encyclopedia, he claimed the existence of the Kraken octopus. 
So are squids and octopuses on different branches? Because if an octopus is a mollusk, then a squid is a cephalopod. So are they different? Or is I they... do not know why you would ask me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be the animal like yeah. quote expert. You're supposed in this to podcast. know like what biology is. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so Pierre Denis de Montfort, um, oh, yeah, he <laughs> released this encyclopedia and, like, his bit, his, the giant octopus thing was, like, his thing. Like, that was sort of what he was staking his reputation on, was that, like, giant oh, octopuses no. were totally a thing, and in the news at the time was that ten British warships had disappeared under mysterious circumstances, and so he decided to go whole hog on the theory that oh, this was obviously giant octopuses yeah, that obviously. sank these warships. And unfortunately, the British actually already knew what happened and they had been sucked by a hurricane and Montfort was disgraced and his reputation Aww. was ruined. So, That's a bummer. Yeah, I feel kind of bad for the guy. He swung for the fences. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he maybe should have had a little bit more proof, like evidence Probably. before he <laughs> staked his entire career on that. But I mean... It was definitely a gamble. It was. <laughs> uh, he also maybe should have done a little bit more research and realized that they already had the answer and uh-huh. knew why they had say news traveled slow in 1802 what can i say <laughs> um oh this is a fun one i'm gonna reference stargate in every episode of our podcast i think <laughs> I definitely watch it then. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. Um, because this is, uh, there is a frigate called the Daedalus, which that was a ship in Stargate. But I guess that's not really a Stargate reference because that is itself referencing like a Greek myth or something. So it's cool. I'm not that much better. <laughs> I don't know. I Anyways, are, it was but... a ship called the Daedalus, like there was on Stargate. Well, that's cool. um, <laughs> and it uh, encountered a sea monster that sailors estimated to be at least 60 feet long. Um, which was a sensation, like, in all the news. It was like, oh, this ship, it encountered a sea monster. And um, (laughs) Sir Richard Owen is the guy who invented the word dinosaur, and apparently he got into a feud with the captain of the ship because he was saying that they saw a seal, and that was all Uh, it was, and it wasn't anything. And the captain was like, uh, dude, I know what a seal looks like. (laughs) This was not a seal. And so they just, like, got in arguments for years and years between the guy that invented the word dinosaur and the ship captain. (laughs) Until finally, uh, in 1873, a fisherman caught a giant squid, and, uh, the dinosaur guy was like, oh, okay. Oh, man. (laughs) And that was the end of that. Oh, yeah. Well, wait, so... how did it, where did the dinosaur part come from? Like how oh, is it was that just even like, rel- like is that's it just that guy's claim to fame. Is, is that, that he- yeah, that was why he was like mildly famous. Was that he? I mean, I'm sure he like did things other than invent the word. Presumably, he was a <laughs> paleontologist or something, something. But like, yeah, that's like his big thing was he is a dinosaur guy and also did not believe that this ship saw a sea monster. So it was like his two things. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, th- I mean, we use the word dinosaur a lot today, so that's something. It's, yeah, it's a good word. It is a good mm-hmm. word. It describes a lot of types of animals. What is it? It's something lizard. What, dinosaur? Terrible is? lizard is dinosaur, yeah. Is it? Uh-huh. So he was real clever <laughs> then. Also, we call them terrible, which is rude. I don't really like that. But I think terrible doesn't necessarily mean negative. Owen. Because yeah, like, when the word terrible, terror. didn't terrible get its... Probably. From just being... I think just scary. Because, yeah, terror. But then it's, like, awful, where awful sort of means bad now, but originally it was just, like, oh, it inspires awe. Awe. Yeah. Or, like, when people... No, never mind. Forget what I'm going to say. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) But I... So, I should look this up before I say this, because, honestly, what I'm about to say is just an anecdote, but I have... My dad's side of the family have whalers in... 
Like, there were people who, in my family that were whalers, and I imagine this type of fishing... I don't really know what a whaler does, other than hunt whales, but... <laughs> which, obviously, maybe I'm not that proud of, but... Moby Dick. Yes. <laughs> That's I get, all I got. <laughs> I don't even know anything about Moby Dick, except that he was a super big whale. <gasps> we're gonna... Maybe he was... What, what was it? <laughs> the le- le- I cannot... Why can't yeah. I remember that word? What was it? It was a weird... Oh... Ling Baker. Ling Baker. Yep, Moby Dick, the Ling Baker. So, maybe. Anyway, maybe <laughs> I'll look more into that side of my family and see if yeah. anybody experienced or saw the Kraken. Yeah, happened upon a Kraken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be cool. That actually would be very cool. That would be super cool. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, we were talking about Moby Dick. Moby Dick mentions the Kraken. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think I had actually, heard that. Let's before. see. It's kind of a cool quote, too. Oh, there we go. Okay, so in Moby Dick, the ship encounters a giant squid, and Ishmael says. Um, there seems some ground to imagine that the great kraken of Bishop Pontopidin may ultimately resolve itself into squid. So not only does it reference the kraken, it references that guy. Yeah. In the book, Moby Dick. So that's cool. So that makes it sound very <laughs> credible to me. Yeah. It sounds there's a lot of like, credibility yeah, there's to this like, creature. Just, this is the thing that people believe exists. Oh, this is a cool thing about giant squids. Okay, so at le- on at least three occasions in the 1930s, ships were attacked by giant squids. So, so is it the most recent then? Probably. Um, and the ships didn't, like, the ships won, basically, because the squids got got by the propellers, but, like, old-timey ships didn't have propellers. Yeah. And, um... (laughs) Old-timey. People think that the squids, like, you know how sharks will attack surfers because they think they're seals? Yeah. People think that the squids think that they're whales. Oh. And so, yeah, and... This says, could a large squid, say 100 feet long and weighing two or three tons, attack a small ship by accident and capsize it? Given that some ocean-crossing bath- vessels at the time were very small, for example, Columbus's Pinta was only 60, 60 feet in length, really? it certainly seems possible. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's very credible, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I did not realize that ships back then were so small. Everything. Everything smaller in ancient times. Yeah, except for the animals, and they were all a lot bigger. Yeah. Gosh, it must have been scary to be <laughs> an ancient person. Sure. So then where does Release the Kraken come from? I was about to say, I think, okay. we're, I think we're ready to get into pop culture stuff, Yay. which is going to be fun. Um, okay, let's do, like, old pop culture stuff first, and then we can do Release the Kraken. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So we've got the Odyssey. Homer's the Odyssey. Um, they had to go past Charybdis, which was the, like, whirlpool monster. And so they were saying that might have been kind of a similar deal. But wasn't that... So the Odyssey, <laughs> yes, it's, like, a fictional story, but it has a lot of basis with a lot of these types of Yeah, I feel like it was a stories. fictional story that was written that included a lot of... It was a period piece. Yeah, it yeah, included it was... <laughs> a lot of things that people actually believed, probably. Yeah, yeah just because it was written in a time when people believed that stuff, and that was the, like, fun stuff about the world. Um, and then similarly to that, the Sinbad the Sailor, the Arabic story, which was kind of similar, like a big, like, epic quest of this guy. Um, and in that story, a group of sailors got off the boat to stretch their legs on a small island was not an island. <laughs> Everybody died except for Sinbad. Sinbad. Because <laughs> the island swam away. Oh, no. <laughs> it just took him with them. Yeah. Took them with it. Yeah. Dived under the water. GG. Yeah. <laughs> and Sinbad was just like, well, see ya. Yep. So those are the two, like, oldest 
pop culture references probably but yeah there's all sorts of like people will point to things in like greek mythology and just all sorts of stuff that's similar enough that they're like i mean they could have been talking about the same stuff like the six-headed sea monsters and stuff like that yeah but like i mean maybe it was arms instead of well, kind of like how the phoenix had all of the different yeah. from different stories or different regions and areas and yeah they had similarities across I think that always gives this, the creature some credibility as yeah, far as Yeah, if you hear about existence. it, multiple cultures talking about it, it's like, well, they're not all, like, going off the same thing back then because they didn't have, like, the internet. internet. Yeah. <laughs> or the Social printing media. press yeah. or anything. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Yes, very much so. Um, yeah, we got Moby Dick. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, Alfred Lord Tennyson in 1830 wrote an irregular sonnet called The Kraken. What's an irregular sonnet? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's like not, a sonnet, but not regular. But not regular. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's the thing about the rhyme scheme or something. Like, <laughs> That's who knows? Me, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sounds right. But yeah, I'm going to read it in its entirety because it's very pretty and I like it. Okay. Um, so, below the thunders of the upper deep, far, far beneath in the abysmal sea, his ancient, dreamless, uninvaded sleep, the kraken sleepeth, faint faintest sunlights flee about his shadowy sides, above him swell huge sponges of millennial growth and height, and far away into the sickly light, from many a wondrous grot and secret cell, unnumbered and enormous polypi, winnow with giant arms the slumbering green. There he hath there hath he lain for ages, and will lie, battening upon huge sea worms in his sleep, until the latter fire shall heat the deep, then once by man and angels to be seen, and roaring he shall rise and on the surface die. That it's is pretty, right? really pretty. But it's yeah. also kind of sad. It is sad, yeah. And it's um, it's a metaphor for the apocalypse, apparently. Okay. So it's, yeah, at the end of the world, this giant creature will be summoned up by until the latter fire shall heat the deep. So God will call up the giant creature and, yeah. Is that in Revelation? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> This is another, I don't know anything about the Bible thing. But yeah, apparently that's what it symbolizes. So, but yeah, Kraken, I liked it. I like that a lot mm-hmm. too. And so that sonnet um, inspired H.P. Lovecraft to write Call of Cthulhu. Okay. Yes. Which yeah. I'm not going to go into great detail on because H.P. Lovecraft sucked. <laughs> so, but that is related. <laughs> <laughs> what about him sucked? He was super duper racist. Was he? Yeah. He was one that was racist like... Like, you say, like, old people were, like, in the uh, old times they were yeah. racist. He was racist. Like, people of his time were like, okay, calm down, man. <laughs> <laughs> Even he in wasn't times where everybody was racist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was the most racist. <laughs> Jordan got really into H.P. Lovecraft because we started playing uh, this board. It was a board game that they made into a card game because the board game was too complicated. And it was a Lovecraftian-style RPG card game. I feel like I've heard of something like this. I, I might have forgot. listened to an actual play that was this. Maybe it was like a one-shot? I forgot what it's called. Mm. No, it's it's like you play uh, chapters, <clears throat> and there's like three or four chapters, and each one is like a section of the story where you're, the world is getting taken over. And you're trying not to go insane because Cthulhu, <laughs> probably. Uh, there is a... I don't think Cthulhu was in the main... Um, gameplay. I think there's maybe like a an expansion that has Cthulhu in it. Mm-hmm. But Jordan and I were playing this, it, and it's it's like takes place in like the 20s or the 1800s. I don't know. Some okay, that's diff- very different. But <laughs> but it takes place in old timey times. Yeah, old timey <laughs> times, but not too old timey times. Yeah. And 
it had demon creatures and different things that were coming out of hell, I guess, essentially. Mm-hmm. Very Lovecraftian the old type ones creatures. And such. <laughs> yeah, just kind of crazy stuff. And then, like, there are different characters that you would play, and based on your card, your character, you were, you had different skill sets, obviously. Classic. So it was kind of like a. Yeah, but you yeah, but you were specific characters and you just had to use the books and your powers to overcome and figure out what was going on and stop it. I don't know. I don't well, remember. I wish I could, <laughs> it would be really helpful if I remembered what it was called. But I don't. I don't know. But anyway, it was very Lovecraftian and so Jordan started reading Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft. And I like his world. I like that. Yeah, the it's cool yeah i don't know. i don't know anything about it so yeah it sounds like it's cool it probably. sounds like it's right <laughs> up our alley as far as creatures Lots and of monster monsters. type things i know that there's a lot of things that will make you go insane in lovecraft stuff yeah that's like his whole thing is like going insane his yeah. insanity yeah I, I can see that based <laughs> on the the gameplay too because there are a lot of things that would yeah that would cause actually no yeah you had sanity and you had health points yes i yeah. totally i I feel like I listened to an actual play okay. of that game. Could yeah. Because how many games like that can there be? A lot, probably. Probably. Nerds <laughs> love Lovecraft. <laughs> As I was saying it, I was like, no, well, actually. There's probably, there's probably, probably a plenty. bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So that's all the kind of old-timey stuff. Um, and then, obviously, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Had the Kraken. Oh, I should actually wait until... Because I just, like... Never mind. <laughs> what? Hold on. Sorry, I'm going back to... Yeah, okay. So, release the Kraken. Yeah. I was assuming this was, like, a thing. Like, release the Kraken. Like, somebody could People control the, the Kraken. Time. Yeah. This is not at all about the original Kraken mythos at all. It's just oh. from the movie uh, Revenge of the Titans. That doesn't sound right. Was that right? I have to check this now. Clash of the Titans. Okay. There, isn't that pretty recent? Yeah. Uh, okay. So Clash of the Titans was a movie in 1981 and that they did, then they did a remake in oh, 2010. Yeah. And yeah, release the Kraken. Liam Neeson played Zeus. <laughs> and in the trailer, he said, release the Kraken in this really like dramatic way. And everybody thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And so that just became a meme. Okay. So that's the only, like, that's what Release the Kraken is. It's just a social media. (laughs) It's just an internet meme. Um, Yeah, the first Urban Dictionary entry for the phrase was submitted on March 31st, 2010, and the definition was to pwn or kick the ass of whomever you're releasing the Kraken on. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what it means. (laughs) To pwn. So we're we're using... Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to release the Kraken. I see, I see. (laughs) Um, there's also an alcohol there's like a yeah there's like a rum i think it it is yeah yeah that was mentioned somewhere Mm, okay okay so now i've just got like i just like in my cool note-taking app i just screenshotted the wikipedia article of all the references and we're gonna go down the fun ones because okay this is what i can do now with my technology um okay this is my favorite thing silent films in the 1910s and 1920s Apparently, the Kraken was in a lot of them, and the way they did it was they put an octopus in a bathtub with a toy ship. Oh, no! (laughs) And this was just, like, stock footage, and so a bunch of uh, movies just used the same footage of this octopus in a bathtub. The same stock footage? Yes. no. That's pretty cool, though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you... In 1906... Under the Seas was the first movie that it appeared in. So, like, how they used to build those little, little tiny... Like, tiny cities, cities and destroy it, yeah. yeah. For Godzilla to stomp yeah, on, as exactly. we discussed. Yes. Um, let's see. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> you know the Disney movie? I think it's Disney, the Atlantis movie? Yeah, the cartoon. I always really liked that one, yeah. I don't remember it very much. I don't that was I one that it. I always liked more than it was good, probably, and we actually watched it recently, yeah. and it holds up. It does? Uh-huh, and then we watched the sequel, and it 
does not. I don't think it that was there not is. Good. I don't think there's one good Disney sequel. Probably not. Mm-mm. Anyways, <laughs> in the sequel, there is a Kraken. Except for Toy Story. The Toy Story <laughs> movies is an exception. Is that Disney? Disney that- Pixar. Disney okay. Pixar doesn't count because yeah. Pixar can do no wrong, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a Kraken in the sequel. It's telepathic. It's telepathic. <laughs> it's really? telepathic, yep. And I think it would, like... See, I watched this recently, but I don't remember. I think it turned into a person or something. Okay. Yeah, it, it was, like, possessing this old guy. I don't know. Okay, weird. It was weird. Um, let's see. It's in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Yeah. Um, it does the bidding of Davy Jones. So it's the thing where they get the black spot on their hand, and then the Kraken comes and kills them. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I then, don't know if I saw that whole movie. I got bored after, like, the third movie. Yeah, I know I saw it at World's End. Because I remember that... Like, he, like, goes into this... White? Yes. Yeah. That's the only and thing I remember cool. out of the movie. Yeah, I, I it, expected the it, choice. The ship goes upside down, and then it's in, like, an alternate universe yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and apparently in that one, you see the Kraken again, and it's been beached and killed. Oh. So, I did not remember that. Um, oh, okay. This is a good one. The Kraken makes an appearance in the 2018 animated film Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation. <laughs> the Kraken really? is voiced by Joe Jonas. Yes. <laughs> He sings to the oh, other... perfect. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> Who else would you cast? He sings to the other monsters on vacation to Atlantis, and he later gets brainwashed by Van Helsing in the climax to attack the monsters. Do we need to watch these movies, the Hotel Transylvania movies? We've actually seen the first two, and they're very good. Are they really? Yeah. We really have enjoyed them. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it. Okay. Um, but don't worry. The Kraken is bro- broken out of his brainwashed state because they play the Macarena for him. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers for Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> um, okay, so that's all. Unless, do you remember any of their movies that it's in? I feel like there are probably more. I don't know that I've actually ever seen a movie that... Really? Well, I don't know. The only one that I really remember is the Pirates of the Caribbean one. Same. Because that's the one where I think Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, Captain Jack Sparrow, and I can only remember the actors, Elizabeth Swan. They're, like, together in What's-His-Face isn't even in it. Orlando Bloom? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, they're on either. the ship and the Kraken attacks. It's a thing. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't, I'm never, not really a fan of Orlando Bloom, so I was always... I was... He was Legolas, Jade. I was all about Orlando Bloom for a while. <laughs> I can see that, I guess, but... What I are your elf I but see you, you have to remember that I didn't... Wasn't really into Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. I, like, I preferred Strider, if we're gonna talk about characters. Yeah. That we're into, or at least in the book, I was, like, into that. that I feel like... aesthetic I've always whatever. said, like, okay, Star Wars, I thought Luke was, like, the big deal for a while, and then I reached a certain point in my life where Han became, like, oh, okay. I've no, actually, Han. always been into And I Han. feel like Legolas versus Aragorn is the same sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, do you want the, like, kind of... Rough around the edges kind of, I guess, like... Yeah, Luke and Legolas are not really the same thing. This isn't going anywhere. Anyway, <laughs> I've always been into Han. I've always the kind of like the like the rebel without a cause kind of so guy. Though. But again, I don't know enough. That about... era Harrison Ford is a very good era. Harrison Strider Ford. is the character I'm thinking of, right? Yes. They're really tall, and he's got. Is he tall? Well, he's he's kind of like tough guy, right? With like yeah. bow and arrow. Uh, probably he probably has a bow and arrow at some point. He's the one that becomes the king of everything. Who's with Liz Liv Tyler? I'm getting lost. Dark hair. You're losing me. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's okay. I just I need to go back. And He's the lost king of Gondor. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, twenty thousand league. We're into literature now. Okay. 
Yes, this is the new Wikipedia section. So the Tennyson poem, um, Moby Dick, and then we've got Jules Verne's 1870, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's got the giant squid. Um, And I don't think that that one ever specifically mentions the Kraken, but that apparently was sort of the time when everybody started thinking of it definitely as a squid-like creature. Okay. Because that novel was so popular that everybody started getting really into giant squids, I guess. (laughs) So, yeah. I guess that's kind of how fads start. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, this was interesting. Okay, so the Tennyson poem rep- uh, referenced it as sort of an apocalyptic thing where it, like, slumbers at the bottom of the ocean and then at the end of the world will come up, um, which is apparently also um, a Call of Cthulhu thing. Gotcha. Like, that's also so. But Cthulhu's kind of like <clears throat> a, a land kraken, right? I don't know much about Cthulhu, but apparently the Kraken was, like, Cthulhu's daughter or something in the Lovecraft world. Okay. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Again, we'll I'm not about a fan it. of Lovecraft, so I don't know much about it. Um, oh, did you ever read the Artemis Fowl books? I did not. My brothers were really into them, and so I read them, and they're fun. They're making a movie of it now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I've heard good things about them, but I've yeah. never read them. But uh, in one of those books, there's Kraken, um, but there are enormous peaceful creatures that stay in the same spot for centuries, feeding on algae, and they double as islands. Um, that's which, yeah, that's probably kind my of, yeah. favorite kind, my favorite representation is I like just that a very, kind of Kraken. <laughs> yeah. The very kind. Yeah. Gentle just kinda, soul. They're just part of the ecosystem. They're just there. Um, let's see. Oh, and this, I don't know what this thing is. I guess it's, yeah, this is the literature. I don't know what this series of books is, but it's Ken McLeod's trilogy, Engines of Lights, and they sound very cool. Okay. <laughs> because the giant squids, or Kraken, are one of the five intelligent species from Earth that colonize the galaxy. Um, the others are species of dinosaurs and three species of humanoid sort of things, and the Krakens are the most intelligent, and they're the ones that figured out space travel. <laughs> that's, <laughs> so cool. that's cool. So that kind of goes with your, your space whale thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to read those now. So I don't know if they're good, but... What's the name of this series? Uh, Engines of Lights. Engines of Lights. Yeah, it's a trilogy. Okay. By Ken McLeod. I'm not endorsing this series. I don't know if they're good. <laughs> okay. They just sound cool. <laughs> Apparently also, China Mieval has a novel called Kraken, and I've read a couple of his books and they're cool. They're cool because he does really good world building. Okay. Which I'm into. Very like... Puts you really into Atmospheric. The yeah. Interesting worlds. Also a cool name. Okay, so miscellaneous section. This is always fun. Okay. I I feel like I'm just, like, reading off things, but... No, I'm, I mean, I'm learning a lot. It's, okay, cool. it's all very relevant. I, I don't want to just, like, go down a list, but it's <laughs> interesting stuff in the list. Well, Kraken's got a lot to it. I feel like whenever yeah. I did the la- episode last couple weeks ago, whatever, there was just not as much lore to it. It was just Yeah, because it was more recent. Yeah, it was pretty just... This is what it is, and this is what Mm -hmm. people think it is. Yeah, I guess if there's more lore, then you have more, like, listing off lore. And if there's less lore, you have more discussion of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, is there anything? I didn't actually read the miscellaneous page. I don't know why I'm trying to fill the silence, because as I've said before, I could just edit out silence. Let's see. Mm, That's not interesting. Okay, so the Kraken is a steel floorless roller coaster manufactured by... Why did, I don't know why we need to know who manufactured it, but it's at SeaWorld. That's cool. Apparently so there's an actual yeah. ride. It's a roller coaster. Sense. I bet SeaWorld. you there's a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. There's got to be, right? I'm going to go on the Kraken. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, it's rum. The Kraken rum. Yeah. Is, yeah. And that one's, like, depicted, because they have the commercials, don't and they? And they've got the cool octopus on the label. Yeah. I, yeah, I really like that. 
And it's black. I like though. that octopus. Yeah, it's and cool I think looking. in the commercials it's black. Mm-hmm. I see that's how I pictured it mostly, and I think that's just because of like pop culture. You see it in movies and shows. It's it like makes it a lot black, scarier. Scary like beast. yeah, dark octopus. Yeah. Um, that's apparently manufactured in Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago. Oh, cool. Okay, the Cassini probe has detected a huge body of liquid on Titan, which is the largest moon of Saturn, and they've named that body of water the Kraken Mare. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm really Very into cool. the idea of having sea creatures, but space versions of them. Yes. The more we've talked about it, the more I'm like, that sounds like a really cool thing that I'm Mm -hmm. probably really into Because there's a lot of outer space, like, nautical stuff, because it's very, like, going out across the sea to explore, going out into space to explore, and and you go in spaceships, and... Yeah, and it's such a huge expanse with so much in it that is still a mystery to this day. Mm -hmm. Like, we still don't know a lot about the ocean, we still don't know a ton about space and the universe, and it's expanse yeah the boundaries of human knowledge are exciting and the creatures (laughs) in the ocean are a lot bigger so it only makes sense that things in the universe are going to be really huge too yeah especially if they live in like a low gravity environment like Mm -hmm. a moon of saturn or something similar because then they can be as big as they want yeah yeah apparently the defensive end for the carolina panthers greg hardy is called the kraken cool sports the kraken's (laughs) school has been listed as hogwarts he sounds like a fun dude. The Kraken. <laughs> oh, the person, the Kraken. Yeah. His school's Hogwarts. Yeah. But he, I, I don't, so he's like this nerdy football player? I guess. What's up, Greg Hardy? Let's be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not endorsing Greg Hardy. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> Other than that, he's a fo- football player. Yep. Called the Kraken. Carolina he, Panthers. He went to Hogwarts. Mm. <laughs> There's also a Filipino pa- basketball player named Junmar Fajardo. Uh of the San, San Miguel Beerman, who's often called the Kraken. That's a good sports nickname. Yeah. People should be the Kraken more often. I think it's a cool nickname. It's just very period. good. Yeah, because John was watching the, we were watching the all-star, like, dunk contest, mm-hmm. and he was telling me the history of, like, okay, so Shaq was called Superman for a long time, and so this other guy was called Superman, too, and he wore, like, a Superman jersey when he did the dunk cost- contest, and then this guy this year did a Superman thing because he's also called Superman. I'm like, people need to stop being called Superman That's in basketball. Not- not a very good nickname at all. It's not a good nickname anymore. Too many people. Wasn't there a Kraken fad though for a little while? I think probably a few like recently within the last like decade there's was a Kraken fad where everybody was all about the Kraken. I think it was probably whenever that movie came out and released the Kraken. That released the Kraken. Yeah. That's all I had. All right. That's all my that's all my information. So now we can discuss if we want to discuss anything else. I don't know. Well did I miss anything? Our questions that we always ask at the end. Oh yeah. Is one is Do you believe it's real? Or do you want to be friends with it first, right? I don't remember what we do first. It doesn't really matter, I guess. I think do we, do you believe first makes sense. Okay. Because then it's like, does it even exist? And then after that is like, if it does. Okay. Do you does believe it's... in the Kraken? Yes. <laughs> I do. I think I am all, always for any kind of yeah. big creature that lives in the ocean. Me too. Because you can always say the ocean is big and deep and like, who the heck knows? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no, there's no, it's, you can't disprove it. Mm-hmm. So there's no... And there's so much Reason scary stuff in the ocean that seems like it would be a cryptid. Like, if yeah. somebody told you, okay, there's this fish, and it's got enormous fangs and no eyes, and it's got a light on its head that it uses to lure in other fish, you'd be like, well, that's some made-up bullshit, but actually, <laughs> that's an anglerfish, and it's a real thing. It is a real thing. <laughs> yeah. So, also, Anything I think in the ocean, I'm very likely to believe. <laughs> yeah. And I'm into that. I like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 100%. 
Kraken's real. Would you like to be friends with a Kraken? If we are talking about the (laughs) sweet, gentle diet Kraken, then yeah, I think that'd be Mm -hmm. cool. Especially because he could, you know, take you places or you could set up camp on his little island tentacle. Oh, what a sweet little, like, pick. Now I want some sort of, like, magical realism, fantasy sort of twee, like, sweet (laughs) movie about this, like, little child and their friend, the Kraken, and it's this little, like, orphan child that's been raised by seals or something. They live on the back of the Kraken and just, like, travel the world. That's a really cute idea. Like a children's book story or, like, a... So cute. That is really cute. (laughs) And the Kraken, it's got... Because when I'm... When we talked about the, like, green algae, I'm definitely picturing this, like really delicate like moss really stuff that would be kind. really nice to yeah. like pet and lie on yeah. so it would just be this like soft giant I wouldn't be surprised creature. if there wasn't already like a children's book or something I like that. I bet there is. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to find it. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. So. But yeah the one the kind that kills you no. No not that kind. <laughs> so no to giant octopuses and giant squids and colossal squids. Yes to, to actual kraken. Yes to gentle kraken. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was really good. I like that a lot. That was a lot of information. Good. So, and I knew a lot less about the Kraken than I thought because, yeah, I really expected it to be some, like, really, like, culturally significant, like, deep thing. But, yeah, to the people back then that it originated with, like, Norse legends and stuff like that, it wasn't even really, like, a scary thing. No. It was just, like, this is a thing that's in the ocean and it's, it's no more scary life. than any other part of the ocean. Yeah. And it can kill you, but so can the ocean. And Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or so can just natural uh-huh. weather. It's not, like, malevolent. Just, it's just... Yeah, it's thing. just a part of life. It's just a part of the way of the world. I like Which that. Which is nice, yeah. Which maybe that means it's culturally significant in that the that culture was very connected to, like, the natural world and yeah. the things around them and lived in harmony with things. Maybe. I don't know. Which is very cool. Mm-hmm. I, like I want to go to Norway. Me too. I've always wanted to go to, like, Scandinavian countries. I feel like it would be pretty. Me too. Yeah. I would love to, to experience that culture. And I don't know anything about maybe we should learn before we go. Yeah. Anyways. It's beautiful. I hear, I see, I hear pictures. No, I see pictures <laughs> and it just looks gorgeous over there. Iceland is the one that's like really pretty, right? Like they've I got all the so. volcanic like hot springs and stuff. Ooh. I want to go there. That sounds good. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> ask Other us questions. Other travel plans. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Questions would be great. Um... Because we're not going to have cool zombie deer news every week to talk about, probably. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully not. I don't know. Hopefully we don't have any updates on that. Zombie deer watch 2019. <laughs> uh, we're laughing, but also that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so follow us on Instagram. We're going to get a lot better about posting all our pictures. Mm-hmm. It's at Wonessie mm-hmm. on Instagram. We are also at Wonessie on Twitter. Um, and if you want to email us questions, comments, suggestions, etc., or just you know, tell us about your day or whatnot, um, it's wonessiepod at gmail.com. Wonessiepod at gmail.com. We're a part of the Not Staff for Work network. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of cool podcasts coming out on our network, and uh, I think that's, I think that's, that's it. the rundown, mostly, yeah. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Listening. Oh, write us a review, and we're open to constructive criticism, but, you know, write review and subscribe (laughs) so is the suggestions we're supposed to give (laughs) positive positive comments are much appreciated everything that Mm -hmm. people have said that we've seen on uh our reviews so far and in emails and wordpress and all those things very sweet we love it so thank you very much it warms our hearts yeah it's very nice because we have no idea what we're doing to be honest (laughs) so (laughs) it's nice speak for yourself i'm an expert (laughs) 
Well, yeah, with that app now, you're like a pro. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we, we appreciate it, and it, it's keeping us going, because... Yay. I, I, <laughs> so thanks. Um, yay. I'm, I'm supposed to give everybody a warning when we sign off. That's a thing that I've been doing, I've noticed, as I've edited. So... Swim away from the fishes. <laughs> if there's away. a swarm of fishes, go the other way. Yeah. Or don't. I don't know. We like the Kraken. Yeah. Swim towards the fishes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That seemed like a very coherent <laughs> podcast. <laughs>